And now, food news. Welcome to the two. Oh, this is food news. Not the right reason. You were about to say the right reason. This is food news. This is a 15-minute micropod. We are starting the clock now. Big news in the snack world. Kerrig and Campbell have finally brought you K-Cup soup. So now there are two varieties that you can make in the machine you formerly made to make your single-serving coffee. You can mm-hmm. get single-serving home-style chicken broth and noodle soup mix or Southwest-style chicken broth and noodle soup mix. I have a couple. I have a lot of questions for okay. you. Okay. First of all, when you said formerly made, f- formerly, I uh-huh. imagined like myself in a tuxedo making coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I have a Keurig and you I do? love soup. You know Wait, I love what? soup. Why are you? You know that I have a Keurig. I didn't we know talked that. about this, Julia. I didn't know. And you said you don't have one because you don't like the way it tastes. Yeah, it's gross. I like it. Okay. I have a Keurig. It's easy. Okay. okay. I have one. And I love soup, so this is like fastball down the middle for me, but I can't wrap my mind around how it works. Please explain. Okay, so first things first, they recommend that you do like a cleaning cycle to get rid of the coffee taste before making your soup. I'm already out. Okay, Okay. so yeah, exactly. Extra step, nah. Here's the thing, I love chicken broth, but I don't want coffee-flavored chicken broth. It's like that vinegar we had last week. I don't really know how this works, but then you need two pods. One is like the like salty sh**. Mm-hmm. And then one is the broth. It's kind of like with ramen when you have like the packet of spices. Yes. It's though like, no, you need to put two pot. I guess you dump in one pot and then the other, and then it brews it for you. Okay. Why Keurig is an inferior coffee product. Like I'll, I'll, the actual yes. is inferior, right? But why is it popular? Because it's fast and easy. Okay, now you want me to do this. Oh, I want some fast and easy soup. I'm now going to push the clean mechanism on my Keurig, wait around for that to happen, then I'm going to take one pod and put in there, then I'm going to take a second pod and put in there. Is that fast and or easy? No. Also, I just think the cleaning is just like a, is just a, a barrier to entry. Totally. I'm messy. Like I don't have to. I don't want to do that. No. It's like just not not appealing. Also, this just like the idea of like the the pod of just like the, the seasoning stuff. Just like feel, I can already feel salty in my mouth, yes. and I don't want that. Like, yes. it's gross. It's just get a real soup. So here's the thing: we've been really negative about this idea, but can I just pull one positive sure. out? Because I'm a positive guy. You are. It's true. I really love this. Are you ready for this? There's, they they like describe the different types they have. Mm-hmm. Southwest style chicken broth. I've never heard of that before, <laughs> but it either. sounds excellent. Is that like a tortilla soup? I think it's yeah. I think it's got like a little bit of like onions and peppers and like a little spice huh. to it. Like that sounds like a great chicken broth. This is where I think. First of all, I also read on numerous websites. This story comes from CNBC.com, but I read in several places that both Kerrigan and Campbell are like in trouble as brands. So this mm. is kind of like a hail mary for both of them. I guess it's like one step before a hail mary. It's like guess a two what? minute drill. Hail Mary didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Ain't happening. Like, this I, is not happening. I already can see the BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed post about, like, what to do with your leftover Campbell soup K-cup. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. how to, like, make them useful in your home. Like, what can you make out of them or something like that? This just doesn't sound good. Let's move on. Next. The pig was found roaming in the California wilderness, slash not wilderness at all, like, right outside of Silicon Valley, okay. in Morgan Hill, California. It was killed by ranchers. And it turned out to have, like, bright blue insides. Now, we are looking at the pictures of this pig right now. If you keep scrolling, Joe and Harlan. It's a weird picture. It is. It, 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 the inside of the pig is bright blue, neon blue. The first thing that comes to mind when you see this is like, oh, that's not real. And then you read the article, and they're like, look, I know the first thing that comes to mind when you see this is that's not real, but it's real. Um, the fat, like, not the meat, but the fat is, like, bright blue. Bright also, neon blue. this pig happens to be a dark brown. So mm-hmm. it like it really contrasts. Yeah, very yeah, 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 exactly. I just also want to know like where in California do pigs roam free? Like how does this happen? 
I've lived Good in point. California for seven years. Like Arkansas, I've never I get seen it. A wild pig. Alabama, I get it. And Louisiana, I get it. Yeah, but like Northern California, right? It's not like in not even like the Central Valley, like off, like it's in the middle of nowhere yeah. where like people forget about. Like it's really weird. Um, and so that apparently, like the fat of pig fat being blue has like been seen before yes there's there's a history not, of this yeah. i read the i've read the thing as well and, and, and then someone said is it like blue ear disease and i was like i what's happening i didn't know there's a thing called blue ear disease Me neither. but apparently this is a thing this really happened and there if you do get served blue bacon it's Don't actually eat it. not bad for you it says <laughs> i read the whole article it's like it's actually not bad for you i would not eat blue bacon i'm sorry i have no interest in blue bacon whatsoever i don't want blue food can you name one blue food that's good no. Like blue food's like not a thing. No. Blueberries are not even blue. Blue cheese isn't blue. No, it has like streaks of blue. Yeah. No, there's no good blue food. It's just not a good idea. Steer clear. Steer clear of all <laughs> blue foods. Next. This is a big one. It's, uh, it's, it might, might uh, hurt a few people. Okay. You hurt some feelings? No, just like some people's hearts are going to be broken. There's a salmonella, salmonella outbreak. It's not coming from ice cream. Mm-mm. Not like a listeria thing. Mm-mm. It's coming from the beloved Chipotle. Chipotle. Uh, apparently, I didn't know about this. Last week or last month, there was an Ten outbreak minutes. at one specific Chipotle in California where 99 people got sick and like had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And now, 17 stores in Minnesota, 17, have yeah. been linked to another outbreak. And uh, apparently, there's one specific ingredient that's the culprit. Hasn't been named which it is, which I think is really weird. Yeah, like, let me know what it is. If it's the lettuce, let then me know. Then I'll skip the lettuce just to be a little yeah. safe. Like, if I was a Minnesotan who really wanted Chipotle, I would like to know that it's in the Pico de Gallo, and I'll just have a burrito without right. the Pico de Gallo. Like, there's that's the beauty of Chipotle. Leave that ingredient out. Uh, and apparently, like they haven't necessarily contained it completely. Who knows? It's a, it's an issue. Be careful, Minnesota. Um, this we were just saying on this podcast, like when is Chipotle gonna fall? Like it's starting to they've happen. Been riding so high, and apparently they're getting too they're too big. They are not too big to fail. So my wife doesn't listen to Jalen Jacoby, barely listens to Right Reasons, but does listen to Food really? News. And she heard me mention that I hadn't had Chipotle in like three years, and she's like, I'm getting you Chipotle, what would you like? I asked for a barbacoa burrito, nice. and she brought it to me. And I haven't had it for a long time, and I've been, we've been talking about Chipotle so much. It's Chipotle is all over the zeitgeist. People are loving Chipotle yeah. right now. Chipotle's riding real high. Guess what? Burrito wasn't good. Whoa! Wait, okay, I have a lot of follow-ups. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Too much rice. I wasn't there to say, like, hey, not that much rice. You know what I mean? Because my wife was doing it, so she's got the standard fillings. It's 67% rice. How did you eat it? Like, did you just bite into it? Did you use a fork? Like, but I bit into it. Ate it like a burrito. I think that the move... Chipotle, like, probably the most underrated thing in Chipotle is their hint of lime chips. They're mm. off the chain. I do like a hint of and lime chips. dipping chip. that into your rice-heavy burrito would have been probably ameliorated the, the problem thing is, It's carbs on carbs on carbs on carbs. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted more meats and vegetables. I've already got... The thing is wrapped in carbs. I don't need, like, right. a bite of carbs on carbs. I never get burritos or burrito bowls there. I recommend to you salad base with a little bit of rice. It's it's a perfect ratio. I wish I was there to say a little bit of rice. I don't yeah. mind rice in my burrito. I just don't need that much. Also, I love the fajita veggies. I always ask for double. Sometimes I ask for triple. Like just give me all those veggies. They're so good. That's what I'm screaming. If, if it's like a he- if it's supposed to be like healthy, quote unquote healthy, fast casual, like let's load up on the vegetables. Is here. fast casual a thing? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of fast casual. No, I didn't invent it. I didn't invent it. So it's like tender greens fast casual? Basically, the places where you order at the counter and then sit down is fast casual. 
Really? Yeah. So like that new Taco Bell place, like that that started um, in in Orange County, where it's like a little bit higher end. That's fast casual. Like it's an exploding space. Really? Yeah. And I was thinking huh. about it. My parents recently came to visit, and like all the places I took them to, you ordered at a counter and then you sat down. And I I feel like staff, fast casual is like almost the norm in L.A. Like new restaurants is very Our common. Fast cash. And like every time I find like a new place I really like, it's fast cash. Like Pine and Crane, which is like this. Taiwanese place in Silver Lake. With great min- the minced pork over rice. Yes. Banging. Dynamite. That's my favorite thing. Minced pork it's over so rice. Good. It's so good at this place. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, fast casual, I think, is supposed to like allow you to be a little bit healthier. I don't know why, but still fast food. Okay. But I, I always think it's less. Let's move on. Okay, next. Google is getting into the grocery delivery game. It'll begin in San Francisco. In another one unnamed city. What's with all this with information withholding? Like, why t- not? Let me know. Me use What's your the service? secret? Like, why? I don't understand. What is the upside of not naming the city? <laughs> if you're not ready to announce the city, don't announce just the don't service. Just don't say it. Yeah, it's like, fine. Like, you're not have, snitching. It's, just, have, yeah. Yeah, it's your own a, product. Give me a complete press release. Yes. Anyway, it'll begin in San Francisco in one unnamed city with partners including Costco and Whole Foods. They're including fresh foods like fruits and vegetables to avoid warehouses and warehousing costs because they've already been working with like same-day delivery on like bulk items. So Amazon is in this space as well Amazon now. Amazon Fresh. So it's like all of the biggest companies in the world. Like I think the next big Apple announcement is going to be like, we can deliver you groceries. <laughs> Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want my groceries delivered to me. me I especially don't want someone else picking out my fruits and vegetables. Absolutely. No, thank you. No, thank you. I know the romaine head that you're going to bring me is going to have that weird brown stuff all over it, and it's not going to be packaged correctly, and I didn't pick it, so I'm not in love with it. And you know what food's all about? Love. I completely agree. As we've discussed, I love a good grocery store, and I don't want to stop going. Like, it is nice to have, like, stuff brought to you sometimes, yes. but, like, like, the grocery store experience I enjoy so much, and then you're absolutely right. Like, you don't want someone to pick your apples for you or fruit is the most important because texture yeah, it's, is it's crucial. Part of it. It's and part like of it. the way that you take your apple, like how crispy you like it. So, you know, you got to smell them. You can't just like go for any apple. I love, look, I love, I love working people everywhere. But here's the thing, okay? <laughs> if you're at work picking groceries for someone else, you don't give a shit. Right. And if I'm there picking them for myself, they're going to go into my kitchen. Like that is one of the, the most important selection process besides the spouse in your life. <laughs> You know, that's it. Fruit and wife. Nothing more important. Nothing more important. You have to pick very carefully. Grapes are really crucial. Like, yes. if you get a grape with the texture you don't like, you're totally screwed. Pulled over at, like, a roadside produce place, and my wife said, go get some grapes, but only if they're hard. That's <laughs> yeah, true. But she was, like, super serious about it's it. It's really important. All right, moving on. Last news item. Eating fish can make you less depressed. Researchers in China found that people who ate the most fish were 17% less likely to suffer depression than people who ate the least amount of fish. Mm-hmm. There's no explanation of why in this case. Look. If you ev- can't tell me why, I don't report it. Here's my thing. Every time on this podcast, whenever you say there was a study done, and then you mention people in China are doing it, and then you mention there's 150,000 participants, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Why are we wasting everyone's time? I know. With, why are we putting resources towards this? China is like one of the, the most sort of like innovative and like leading countries in the world. One of the biggest superpowers. Alibaba. Don't, don't spend your time on this. I know. Like, let's think Cure about cancer. cancer, man. Yeah. Like, do something. Anything is more important. Who cares? Eating more fish makes you less depressed. Who gives a sh-? Guess what? Fish is expensive. It is. Let's just go there. Guess what? Guess what makes you depressed? Not having enough money to afford fish. <laughs> That's a really good just, point. Sorry, I just cracked the code right there. <laughs> Your sociology is. I didn't even have that prep. You're a genius. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's time to to uh, go on a flight. 
God, I love it when Joe is right there with the sound effects. So good. We're going up north. Today, we are. We already tasted the American Lay's Do Us mm-hmm. a Flavor. Do Us a Flavor. And our friend Kyle from Halifax. And? And Emily and RJ from New York, or I think, but went to Toronto. Okay. They uh, they both had a wonderful idea. Thank they you They ride much. through the six with their woes? They were riding through the six with their woes. Picked up some Lay's. I, re- I have to tell you a Drake story really quickly. You know the you, song? Ener- we're running out of I know, time. It's really fast. 20 seconds, go. Okay, you know the song Energy? Excuse me, of course. I thought the words were energy. Got a lot of energy. All these people trying to jam me up my energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that makes sense. We have five minutes left in this box. Three minutes left. I could talk to you about that for this full three minutes. I'm sorry. Energy got a lot of energy? <laughs> I thought those so were So do lyrics. you think it's just fired up? Yes. Drake, I mean, yes, I did. Okay, anyway, sorry. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that later. Back to the chips. So we're going to get into these. There's all four right. of them, and they're, okay. they're like Canadian-themed. They're all very Canadian. It's pretty wild. So we're going to start it with the least weird, which I'm going to say is cowboy beans. Not very Canadian. I'm just going to throw it out there. Cowboy? Well, maybe it is. How do you know? So this is, ladies, do us a flavor. I'm sorry. We have to do a little history on this, but we don't have the time for that, man. Let's just eat them. These are cowboy beans. My dad uses really into baked beans. Oh, they're they're, they're roughly... We're wavy, ondoule, as they say in French. Ondoule. Apparently, everywhere in, in Canada, you have to have bilingual labels. No. Those taste like chips. Like I don't. I, I, it, it feels like, like there's chips. a hint of barbecue, but there's not. That's not much of a flavor. It's not very good. All right, next we're going with um, PEI Prince Edward Island scalloped potatoes. Okay, scalloped potatoes are basically just cut and then covered in cheese. Is it potato au gratin? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a potato au gratin, so I don't imagine that these are going to be, like, way out there. These are not roughly. No, these are chips. This was sent by Jordan Cairns. That's a nothing. Cheese chips are always good. It's good, but that's a nothing. Like, that's not innovative. That's not, like, hey. It's also, like, not fair, because, like, it's a potato chip with cheese. Like, that's, like, standard. Like, yeah. Jordan, that wasn't very creative. Was Jordan, Jordan needs to go back to the drawing board. You're that's, going back in for more. You're going good. back in for more. All right. This butter chicken. Poulet au bel. Who submitted it? This is submitted by Daryl. Francisca Piali. We get less information on the... Uh, uh, we don't. I like that little paragraph about Daryl and like how we like discovered this. My grandma. This. My grandma yeah, loves yeah, potatoes. Exactly. So here's butter chicken. Let's I don't even know what that is. Poulet au beurre. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. One minute. I'm confused by it. I like it. It's almost too mild for me. It's chickeny. It's got a real I chicken like and a that. biscuit vibe. That's why you like it. Yeah, that's why I like it. I'm a huge fan of chicken and biscuit. If you haven't had chicken and biscuit, go to your local grocery store, pick up a box, and eat the whole thing. In Hawaii, chicken and a biscuit was prominent in the grocery stores. Really? I saw it all over the place. Cool story. You should move there. Now, Montreal smoked meat. Oh, that's promising. Montreal, underrated city. Oh, way underrated city. Way underrated. Rent yourself a bike, ride out on that island. Do, what, do for Montreal what you've done yeah, for Toronto. exactly. How much time do we have left? 24 seconds, seconds clock. All right, so this is Montreal smoked meat. Mmm. This is good. Ooh. Ooh. It's really good. It tastes like pastrami with a little extra pepper. That is excellent. I would say this guy's name, but I'm going to butcher it. I think he's, like, from the Balkans. Sadrovko Gunyevich. Really good, dude. Great job. I hope you win. This is excellent. Shout out to your smoked meat. It tastes like pastrami. Better than the Reuben, which was our favorite. Subscribe on iTunes. Food news. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs... Subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.